Good morning. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry, and I have Tara Bollinger from the Duck Pond Manor in today. Hi, Tara. Hello, hello. Thanks for being here. Tell me, what is the Duck Pond Manor? Oh, gosh. The Duck Pond Manor. It is an event, um, all-inclusive wedding venue that is halfway between Cookville and Sparta. And where did the the thought process come from to start? The, and is this? it's a large property. It is. Um, has a main building that, gosh, it's like it, you can open every single space and make the inside outside, outside yes. inside. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Where did the motivation for the space come from? So for years, I was the manager of um, General Nutrition Center, but on the side, I like doing weddings. And I was as going, like an event planner. Yes. And and I sometimes would do the food. Sometimes I do the florals. And it just kind of depended on the event. And I got so frustrated with um, the lack of mm, organization, I guess, Mm -hmm. that I thought this is not the way it's supposed to be. When I had a mother that was still working on tables and it was 20 minutes before the wedding and I was there doing food and she said, I said, you know, it's 20 minutes before the wedding. And she said, Hey, she was like, I I have six more tables. I said, I'll do them for you. But you know, it was always such a rush, 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 that kind of thing. So I wanted to give the upper Cumberland something that you know, it was supposed to be easy and you're going to enjoy your day. So um, my husband and I flip houses for a living and we were taking a shortcut from Smithfield and we drove down the road and there was a for sale sign. It had just gone up for sale, I guess, that morning. And what was on that piece of land? And it was just the house that was built in 1867. And there was an uh, apple grafting house behind it and a barn. Um, And that's that was it. And so, and it was in terrible disarray. Like, and he said, oh, look at that old house. And I said, oh, go back, go back. And he was like, we are not flipping that house. <laughs> Absolutely not. And I was like, no, let's go back. Seriously, I want to look at it. So we went and we looked through the windows. And the next day I went and looked at it and I was like, this is it. This is what I've been looking for. It wasn't something that I pushed. It was just something that kind of fell in my lap. So. And what year was this? This was. 10 years ago, okay. just just right at 10 years ago. And um, it took us two years to renovate it, though. It was literally falling apart. And so um, within the next two years, we redid the main house. Um, and what's so what's in the main house? At this the main house is actually just a house. Um, and then attached to that is our black and white room, which we do small events, baby showers, bridal teas, rehearsal dinners, holds up to about 40. Um, but the house part, we renovated it as close to its original state as we could. Hmm. Of course, there's a kitchen in there and there's restrooms in there. So um, we did, you know, kind of redo that. But um, beautiful home is, you know, all original. Um, so and what do people use the, the original home? We for? do open the home up if it rains. So the bride can have her pictures done in there. But other than that, we stay there a lot because my, you know, there's not a we don't get done until 12 or one o'clock. So it's just easier to hop right over to that house instead of having to drive back to Cookville. Do people think you live there? They do. I think they know because we have little signs that say, please do not enter, you know, but, um, but, but we do open it up um, for the brides on, on events. And we do have an open house at Christmas time and we open it up for them to see it all decorated for Christmas. Um, So, that was that was there. Um, we renovated that. We renovated the space now that is my flower shop that was the grafting house. And that was, we didn't even realize it had brick floors because it was just dirt, dirt, mm. dirt, dirt, dirt. So um, we it took about two years. And then the first year we bought uh, a commercial tent and we did everything under a tent. 
And then I was like, I think we need to build a, a, a building. And I was still working um, at my, my job that I had been at for years. And um, so that first year, were you trying to do an all inclusive kind of event yeah, space? Yeah. So, but you know, that first year, you're always trying to find your vendors, you're trying to find who you want as your people, right? Kind of like ironing, just keep ironing the wrinkles mm-hmm. out, ironing, ironing. Absolutely. Yeah. So we decided we would do the food. Um, so we have a commercial kitchen. We would do the flowers because we have a flower shop. Um, we would do everything for the bride minus her photography and videography. So we would take her day and we would simplify it so much and we would just make it what she wants. So we bought all the tablescapes. We bought everything and we have, you know, warehouses full of things, you know, because it, everybody's look is different. Mm -hmm. Where, where, where did that come from to say, okay, we want to have, we want to be this one-stop shop because of being, you know, going to those venues and seeing the misorganization and seeing, you know, the, the broad stress is my flowers here is my cake here. You know, what is here, you know, in not being, being able to say, I'm just doing the food or I'm just doing this. I'm doing that. And so I wanted them to be able to come in, have a calm, but fun day with their bridesmaids, the grooms with their groomsmen and not have to stress Mm -hmm. all of that. Um, And so I just wanted it to be more customer service based, like just be able to give them this day because until, I mean, in my opinion, until a woman has a baby, that's the best day of her life. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to give that to her Mm -hmm. and she want, I want her to remember what we could give her. So where does this, like, have you, were you the girl at five years old that was putting on toilet paper on her head, you know, pretending to walk down the aisle? Um, My mom is very artistic. She can paint murals. She can decorate homes. And it it just was something that I grabbed. I mean, we're a very artistic family. So it was just something that I loved from very, a very early age. Do you like the wedding aspect of things or just the detail oriented? Just the act? detail oriented things. And yeah. um, with with that being said, really weddings was kind of a, an afterthought. And it was something that I just kind of stumbled into and loved it. Yeah. Most people can't, a lot of people can't deal with the pressure of a wedding I kind of thrive on it. So it was, it's one of I was going to ask, has that like, how do you think your health level uh, over dealing with, I mean, I would imagine most weekends you have probably at least one wedding, if not two in Mm -hmm. a, in a weekend and, um, dealing with not just the bride, but a groom and, and the in-laws and all the the things that (laughs) that can go wrong in a wedding. It all falls on you. Yeah, it does. And, and you know, that's the thing that we had, we had to learn is we had to put that wedding coordinator and then an assistant wedding coordinator in place to take care of those things. And we had to have that floral designer in there to take care of those things. And we had to have that cake baker and that DJ and that chef. We had to do all of that. So you, it, everybody has their own little jobs to do. Um, it just happens to all be there. So if something happens, like, for instance, um, a bouquet falls apart and it does mm-hmm. fall apart, especially with little younger girls. The flower shop is there. It's an easy fix. You take it back to the flower shop, you fix it. Or, you know, if there's a button that comes off, we keep a sewing, you know, kit and we just sew it back together. So things that could be a big problem at other venues, they're really not a problem 
with us. Because the, you you kind of had that forethought. You're doing it yes. day in, day out, all yes. the time. At what point did you decide, okay, we're going to go full in on this, and I'm going to let go of the, the day job? And that was that's a that's a really um, great question. It was four years. Mm-hmm. I did it for four years, and I have six. Does that include the two years of, of prep? Yes, you know, kind of two remod- years, and we were still flipping houses. We were still um, redoing Duck Pond. Um, I was still working. My husband was still working, and we had, I think, at that point, five kids at home. Oh my gosh! So yeah, so it was, um, and I was band president, and I was, you know, it, it was just I was spreading myself so thin, and you know, I was running an amazing store here, and I was making great money, and and I, uh, you know, it came to the one day I thought I just want to take a break for a little while, so I thought I'll call and take a three month leave of absence, and something just hit me when I called. I said. Um, this is Tara. And where were you working at? At time? GNC, um, oh, yeah. the General Nutrition Center. I was district manager. And, and I said, this is Tara with a story nine sixteen. She said, employee number. And I thought, you know, you don't know who I am. I want to make a difference in this community. I want to be able to know that I'm the one that has my stamp on it. And you know who I am. Mm-hmm. So um, it was about four years in that I made that change. Were, did you grow up in this community? I did. I was, um, I'm from Cookville. My husband is from Sparta. Um, so we're both from this area, Upper Cumberland residents. Mm-hmm. I think then um, I talk a lot about kind of the magic ingredient, and I think that mm-hmm. what kind of is special about the Upper Cumberland is that anybody can make that impact. I mm-hmm. feel like I, I think that there's so many people who do kind of go work for corporate America, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of jobs that are corporate jobs here mm-hmm. in the Upper Cumberland, but. If you don't, if you do want to say, I don't want to be employee number mm-hmm. X, Y, Z, I want to be Tara Bollinger, mm-hmm. owner of Duck Pond Manor. Mm-hmm. I want people, you know, hundreds of people to say that they had their events here. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Yes. And I wanted to give this area something that nobody else had. And that was something that was fine, but didn't cost Nashville prices. We were kind of talking before we got on air and you were talking about somebody's wedding that you had done. And I said, I've seen pictures of that. I completely thought that it, it couldn't have been in the Upper Cumberland. Mm-hmm. It had to have been in Nashville or Knoxville or somewhere mm-hmm. outside of here just because it, it is such an elevated, it didn't, I think so often, um, you know, it's the barn feel mm-hmm. and it's, um, it, you know, you do have some elements of that, mm-hmm. that outdoor feel, but it is just this really classic. Hi, yeah. Mm-hmm. High, mm-hmm. high end facility. And it is. Um, do you think, do you get that reaction a lot where people come in and they're like, ah, wow, I didn't know this was there all the time. And it's, it's amazing to me that we still are getting it, you know, eight years in, but it is, it is, it's amazing that people are just still just flabbergasted by, you know, when they walk in, they're like, I would have never thought this space looked like this. Does that get frustrating ever of thinking, well, yeah, I've worked so hard and so it's here. Or is it just, do you, you're not losing that zest of the like appeal of things? You know, uh, I had an employee, I was her employee first in high school and then she came and worked for me and uh, at GNC. And she said, you know, when you don't have that first day feeling anymore, it's time to move on. Mm. And I still have that first day feeling every day when I wake up, every wedding, I still get nervous, you know, before the bride walks down. It's just, um, when you're wanting to make somebody's day perfect, you're going to have those top feelings. Yeah. And so, and it's, it's a, it's definitely a love 
Um, like I said, we flip houses for money. <laughs> we we do weddings because we love doing I weddings. I want to repeat that and just let that set in on, as people are driving to work today. If you don't have that first day feeling, it might be time to move on. Yes. Because um, I think that's just a good life lesson. Mm-hmm. I think that people, um, you know, when you have that zest for whatever you're mm-hmm. doing, whether my dad was a mattress salesman and I think he still felt like he was selling yeah. people the best night's sleep of their life after 40 years of working for the company, he still felt that feeling. Yes, and so um, I think people should should uh, you know let that set in today. Take some advice from Tara, and we'll be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Thanks for sticking with us. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry, and I have Tara Bollinger from the Duck Pond Manor in today. So it's been how long? Almost ten years now. Almost ten years. Almost ten years. Um, first four years were kind of split directions mm-hmm. in all different ways, and so the next six years. You kind of were perfecting some of the things that you were doing and, you know, making sure you had the right vendors and and you had Mm -hmm. the right connections to kind of have seamless. So how do you stay um, new and fresh and on your toes? Wow, that is it's a lot of work. You are the wedding industry is constantly moving. You have um, somebody that does something on TikTok. It's kind of new. And then for the next six weeks, every girl wants to do that or the next six months. And so it's it's a constantly moving um, direction. So, you know, 10 years ago, Rustic was very in. Now Rustic is on its way out. So you have, you, I think if you stay classic, if you stay something that's timeless, you're never going to go wrong. Mm -hmm. So when I'm sitting down with my brides and they start getting, you know, of course we want to bring trends in always, but when we start getting too trendy, we, we try to, you know, push it back a little bit, you know. Well, and where was that time? So you, you said in the first two years, you just put up a tent mm-hmm. and you had a tent in there. And where was it like, okay, let's, it's time to invest in a building. And the fact that that building, I mean, if you haven't been out to Duck Pond, it, it, it literally feels like it could be inside outside if you open it is, up everything. Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, when I had people calling me about Christmas parties. And I realized we can't do this outside in a, in a tent. In a tent. Yeah. And so um, we knew that it was time, uh, you know, and we I wanted a commercial kitchen. Um, you know, it was it was everything. I needed more electricity. I, you know, it was just it was everything was just it was just getting so busy that it was time to make a change. And we knew that it was either then or never. And so we just decided to go all in. And even when we went all in on that building, we did not have doors on that building to start out with. It was only supposed to be late spring, summer, fall. Again, we were going to just keep it pretty basic. 
and it turned into something. So it was going to be almost like a pavilion. Yes. And then halfway in building it, I said, this is not what I want. And my husband said, what do you mean? This is not what you want. I was like, I I don't like the direction that this is going. We need to change it. And so halfway through building the building, we made a big change and we decided to put a ceiling in it. We tried to, we, we, we brought in um, beautiful lighting. We brought in doors. We brought, you know, we just brought in a different kind of flooring. Well, what, where where was the motivation to make sure that we want to make this be able to be kind of an indoor outdoor space of, you know, you could build walls that mm-hmm. uh, that are, and you could even put doors in there so that they just, you know, they look like you can still see outside and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, it is an open air. Mm-hmm. It can be an it open is. air space. Mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to bring the outside in because a, a lot, I mean, it's Tennessee's beautiful duck pond properties. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And sometimes less is more when you're bringing that in. So you don't have to spend oodles and boodles of money on florals because you've brought it in. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, it's one of those things that I just, I wanted to be able to experience. I didn't want it to feel stuffy and like a reception hall that, you know, you, you only have, I wanted to be able to have that patio and that courtyard right outside that we can open those doors. And then it's just one big area. feels like it's, yeah, mm-hmm. it flows really well. Do you, how often do you, do you kind of have to f- feel like you have to stay on trend with the weddings or do you just wait for brides to come to you? Or do you feel like, you know, it was important for you to go see other facilities when you're building your building and it's constant. I mean, it is, it's something that we stay on top of all the time and and we change all the time we're changing again now um we're getting ready to expand so there's um i mean it it is it is a never ending uh battle of trying to figure out where what we want to do next so you said you're still flipping houses we do so um is your husband involved in the duck pond yeah so and that's one of the greatest things too um my husband had a very good job he'd been there for 27 years and this time last year he left his job um and he was that worked. scary it um, was it was very scary especially because, i mean last year it's 2022 mm-hmm. it's not that far away from covid time no. which covid time was just such a scary time especially in the wedding industry mm-hmm. um you know so we're, we're it was it was it was very scary but it got to the point that you know he my my husband is a jack of all trades he can do everything from plumbing to electrical to building the house so it got to the point that we could either hire people that does it five times more expensive or he can do it and mm-hmm. um and we know that it's done right mm-hmm. so um and it just got it, it just got so busy and when we decided that we were going to open a micro wedding venue it only made sense because when the mayor's quarters came about, we knew that we had brides calling and saying, hey, I want to get married on Saturday. We've got like 25 people. We've got 35 people. And I was like, you know, Duck Pond's just too big. Yeah, it's too big. So we need to to do something different. And that's where we're at right now with. So with tell me mayor's about quarters. this um, mayor's quarters. What, what so the mayor's quarters is about 12 minutes past Duck Pond in White County. Um, and it's. A 1914 farmhouse that we have completely renovated. Still have a little bit more to do. We are having a few events there now, um, but it's going to be for less than 40 people. Still all inclusive, but you'll be able to spend the night there. So it's also going to be a and um, I'm a chef, so um, if they want me to come in and, and do a private dinner for them or breakfast, then we're going to um, do that as well. So it's just a little bit of a different concept, but it's for brides that maybe have been married before and this is their second wedding or maybe just 
just want it to be small and intimate. I mean, you, not everybody wants 150 people, 250 people at their wedding. Some people just want that small intimacy. Well, and I think knowing that those options when you sit down with a bride and and if they don't have the idea of this is exactly what I want, Mm -hmm. knowing that that's a viable option, Mm -hmm. I think is probably good. I think sometimes you feel that pressure um, almost like, you know, there were all these wedding shows where say yes to the dress and it's like, well, yeah, everybody spends $2,000 on a a wedding dress. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I I can't even imagine that Mm -hmm. seems absurd to me, which maybe that's common now, but, at the time, 15 years ago, that seemed crazy to me. Yes. Um, and I think having the options of like, hey, not every bride, you don't have to have a mm-hmm. wedding that looks like this, that feels like this, that there's options Absolutely. to kind of fit your needs. Yes. Um, how often do you find that people come in and they don't have it all mapped out? That they- Oh, I would say one in 10 have it mapped out. Yeah. You know, and, and that is the one thing that we try to do is a lot of times a bride will come in and she knows what her budget is and so we try to work within that budget for her and so sometimes we're like okay well we see what your flowers are but to fit in this budget we need to take these peonies that are not in season that'll be $15 a piece in you know Mm -hmm. in November out put something else in there that's going to be just as pretty and we stay in budget so it's a matter of working with this bride to to see what she wants and give her what she wants but make mom and dad or whoever's paying for it happy and we're not going out of that that amount. Well, and I would think being so ingrained in it and this you live, eat, breathe, wedding all the time. All the time. And so a florist where a lot of times people will get married and they'll go to a florist. Mm-hmm. And yes, that weddings are probably a big part of it, mm-hmm. but that's not the only part of a floral shop. No. And so they may not stay on top of all the trends or all the everything because that's right. it's, or, or things slip their mind because they're not eat, breathe, sleeping, you know, yes. weddings all the time. Mm-hmm. And and you do see a difference. Boot, bouquets are changing. Boutonnieres, corsages are almost non-existent. If, if somebody wears a corsage now, it's usually a grandmother, but it, it's rare. Um, boutonnieres are changing. They're going to more of your pocket style or not at all. Um, and so they are changing. Um, florals in general are changing. So you do have a lot more ground florals now where used to people would think, why are you putting florals on the ground? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it just changes. It is just like anything else. It is a constant movement of trend. We'll be right back. Thanks for sticking with us. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry, and I have Tara Bollinger from the Duck Pond Manor Inn. We were just kind of talking about you staying on trends, and I think the other element of what's special about kind of a one-stop shop is that you develop such a relationship with these people, I'm sure. Oh, yes. You know, often you, you know, as you're planning a wedding, you go to one place to taste a cake, and you go Mm -hmm. to one place, and, you know, and then you don't feel like that person knows who you are, and you're like, Mm -hmm. hey, hey, remember me? Like, we have a nut allergy, Mm -hmm. or we hate the color purple, or whatever, you know. Yes. And you're so ingrained in these people. I'm sure by the time the wedding actually happens, you know they feel like a friend and it's and you know just like this this past weekend i did the sister i did her sisters last year i did her sister this year so you have i mean i've done probably six or seven sets of sisters um weddings because when they come there they they really do realize that i love what i do this is a joy 
to me. Um, and I do take interest in what you want. This is not Tara's wedding. This is her wedding. Yeah. And so I design it to what she wants and I give her what she wants and I try to exceed what she wants. Well, and I would think even as like two sisters coming in, the bride is probably has more of the relationship, but the sister sees that oh, relationship yes. and the sister has some developed some relationship oh, she has. with you yes. all the time. Yes. And so then it's just like, oh yeah, I remember that wedding and I remember the, the you know, parents and all that kind of stuff that, that come with it. And, it, and you know, the sister this weekend had not just... Her, it wasn't just her sister. She was in a sorority and they've done their formals from tech there. So she was like, where else would I get married? This is some of my best memories here. Yeah. So sometimes you will associate another event with a wonderful memory. And so that's why every event, even if it's a wedding or it's it's a, an event, we try to make it just as special. So are you being successful? Have you succeeded or are you being successful of um, not just being that employee number of making the impact of this community that you set out to do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Every day I'm, I'm a very grateful person and I've said this a million times, you know, it, even when I leave here today and I go back to duck pond, as soon as I drive up, I'm grateful. And it's, it's the just, first day of work feeling it is. And it always is. And, and, you know, every day that I drive by, I look at it and I go, okay, what can I do to make it a little better? So let's talk about that. Um, you've talked to you, you were kind of sharing with me off air that there are some gr- growth that's happening is, and yeah. you've got some plans in the works. So aside from the quarter, the new quarters that's opening mm-hmm. up, um, what other things are going so on? So we had a demand for our florals going out to other weddings because not, you know, some people get married at family farms. Some people, you know, get married at I'm their doing, house. I mean, I'm doing one um, in, in Nashville in a couple of weeks. Um, so, you know, we have that, that demand. And so we decided that we would open our, our flower shop up to the public, not just for weddings, n- not just for funerals, but for birthdays and anniversaries and, you know, and do delivery and do those things. And it's been very successful in just the, the month and a half that we've actually opened up to the public. Has that felt... Is there been a time in the last month and a half that you're like, this is more, we're biting off more than we can chew? So, yeah, I've already hired, I've already hired more people to work in my flower shop. So, yeah, I mean, of course, we we thought it would be a little bit slower to start and it's actually grown quite crazy. I mean, there's, I don't know if there's another word, but it's, it's doing really well. Um, And the good thing is because it's on site at Duck Pond, I'm not having to charge as much because I'm not having to rent that space. I'm not having, you know, it's kind of, it was already there. So I'm being able to pass that on. Plus we design way different than a lot of places. So it's a a very fresh, a very, you know, it's not, it's not stuffy or put together. So it's, it's just something It just has a a duck that you kind of have that duck pond style. Mm -hmm. Um, And you also are expanding out your catering. Yes. So I'm a, I'm a chef. um, And we just decided that Again, we had people that were having events here, having events there, and and they asked if we would start, you know, if we would think about doing it. And um, this one is is one that has taken me a little longer than expected to get started just because of having to redo my kitchen a little bit and and change some things. But by the middle of to the end of um, probably October, we plan to have that. We're doing a few things right now, but not too much. How do you think it's compared? So you were a a store manager. Mm -hmm. um, So you manage people and you kind of knew how to run things. But owning your own business is just a different horse altogether. It is. But I will say this. GNC gave me something that that I feel like I'm grateful for every day. And that is customer service. And they demanded it. They made sure that you, every person that walked in there, you had their lives in your hand because they were coming in there because they didn't feel well or like coming there to live a better life. Well, it's no different. They're coming in there for me to give them a day that is going. they're going to remember for the rest of their life. So I have taken that with me. Um, 
and times it times a hundred. Yeah. So yes, I do. Uh, I mean, I just did a bride's baby shower. We do a lot. You know, we we have that relationship over and over again. Well, and you do. But then, how do you make sure that you you have staff, you have yes. employees, yes. and which is. You know, probably something that you, you know, flipping houses, you mm-hmm. didn't really think that you would necessarily have people that were answering to you every day. Um, how do you make sure you instill that customer service in your staff? That um, I think they lead by example, right? Mm-hmm. So if you see, you know, and, and we, we just talk about it constantly. And if anybody ever comes to Duck Pond, that is the one thing that they always They'll come back to my kitchen and say, I love your staff. Mm-hmm. Well, my staff loves their jobs. And when they love their job, then they're going to, you know, they're going to be happier people and they're going to be better people. And so that's, I mean, I don't have to teach them a lot about how you treat people because when I interview them, I know, is it going to work? Well, and one thing I want to, people who are listening right now, one of my favorite kind of just relaxed places is Wildwood Mm -hmm. out in Granville and their staff is so, so friendly, so amazing. And I tell John and Natasha who are the owners out there all the time, how, impressed I am with their mm-hmm. staff. And so people who are listening, if you, you know, visit a place, you frequent a place and you really enjoy that customer service mm-hmm. element, make sure you pass it along because mm-hmm. I, I'm and sure that that really, it's a big deal. My, my staff loves hearing it. And, um, and I'm sure it helps you know, okay, I'm doing yes, the right thing. I'm, absolutely. I'm instilling, absolutely. you know, kind of the right direction. So where do you see you've, you've done a lot in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you see in five years, 10 years? What, what's yeah, your my vision? Fi- my five year plan. Uh, my five year plan is let's vacation a little bit more actually, because <laughs> I've worked for, you know, the kids hours. are growing up. The kids are growing up. I have, um, you know, we are a family business and let me say that, you know, my son who is a child psychologist, he still comes home on the weekend and he works for my daughter who's leaving for Vanderbilt tomorrow she's still she's my wedding coordinator she's you know she's still going to come back and forth um, and I have two other kids that are in middle school and high school and uh, another little girl that we're guarding she's in high school they all work for us so one reason that I think that we have that and people see that love is because it is a family-owned business. Do you feel like you're like the Von Trapp family? Of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah. Just, you know, having everybody, do you think that, um, you know, 20-year plan, does anybody, is anybody interested in taking over? I don't know. It's a lot of work. I mean, that is the one thing I, I will say, you know, I think that if my daughter, Amara, maybe, but may, I, you know, I just don't know. I don't know. That well, is, and I think that's good, as parents, it's like, well, whatever you want, you know, yes, like absolutely. we love this and it would be great. And, mm-hmm. but you know, you don't want to ever force your kid into Mm-mm, something absolutely that, not. You know, that you feel like, so, so kind of keep going and, and have this space, but what, what I mean, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll continue to evolve. We'll continue to change. We'll continue to, you know, add things as we see fit. Um, this area is growing. I mean, there's no way to not say that it is or it isn't because it is. And, you know, there's, I mean, there's always things that pop in my head and I'm like, okay, let's do this. Well, and I think the other thing with this area is that, so you're, are you officially in Sparta, White County? Yeah. Like six miles over the lawn. Okay. And so, um, and, and White County has done a lot of tourism kind of things and they, they're really proud of the outdoor elements. And Mm -hmm. so, that brings people to the area as Absolutely. well. So how often, like what's the percentage of people who are local that are, are using the facility that are, or versus not? That it's it's kind of interesting. I was talking to a bride on the way here that is from New York. And it's mm-hmm. just a destination. I did a wedding for a girl from California that accidentally found me and she was able to fly 150 people here, put them in B&Bs on the water. And she said it was half of what it costs in California. Wow. So that happens a lot. Um, my Nashville market is huge. 
my Murfreesboro market is huge. Even into your Chattanooga and Knoxville is big as well. So people well, and are as, coming. as beautiful as facilities can be in Nashville, Knoxville, Chattanooga, it's not the you can't get the space and the outdoor kind of feeling and, mm-hmm. you know, just the nature element, the quiet mm-hmm. list, you know, mm-hmm. that you can where at the location you're at. It's true. It's true. And and so I think that, you know, as things start to evolve, if we see that there's a need for something else, then by all means, I mean, that is a really good thing. My husband is the builder and I'm the planner. And so we go in. I mean, I think that's why we do so well flipping houses is I'll say, take the wall down. And he says, uh, that's the wall holding the house up. <laughs> so I'm like, well, can you find a way to take the wall down? You know, <laughs> can we, can we put a window in the wall? <laughs> yes. You know, something so, like that. So we're, we're, you know, we're very good at that. And we've done that for a long time. So, um, I, I, you know, I think right now we're on a path of, of just doing great things for not just Cookville, not just Sparta, but the Upper Cumberland all together. So where um, can people find you? Can they find your website? Can they find, how can yeah, they Yeah, so, um, of course, social media. All of my businesses are on social media. Is uh, it Facebook, all Duck Pond Manor? Duck Pond Manor, Duck Pond Flowers, um, the Mayor's Quarters, um, it's all on Instagram and Facebook. Of course, the phone numbers for all of those businesses are on there as well. Websites. So we're we're out there completely. Um, and tell me, before we go, tell me a little bit. I, I know we're kind of far away from Christmas, but tell me about this open house Christmas event oh, that you yeah. do. So, that- so we haven't picked our date out yet. Um, I'm working on my Christmas menu, though, so I am kind of getting in the mood. I was listening to some music trying to <laughs> do my Christmas menu. But yeah, so we usually try to, to choose either... Um, a Friday evening or a Sunday afternoon to have that. Um, and it's usually in November, and um, we just let the the everybody come in and go through the house. And Do people purchase tickets? Is that how it works? No, or? no. We usually just open it up and and uh, have a lot of hors d'oeuvres and you know let everybody go through, and it's it's nice. We've had it different different things different years. Um, when you're the pilot club, did it. So there's all kinds of of different ways that we've done it, but yeah. it is um. It is something that I look forward to every year. It's something that um, we enjoy doing. Well, and I was just mentioning to you, I've been down there for a couple different events. I've never actually even attended a wedding there, but um, I just, I highly, re- the first time I went to an event, it really was because I wanted to see the, the space. And so I highly recommend if you're invited to an event that ends up taking place there, go and mm-hmm. check it out because it is something that you just won't even believe that where even, you know, I mean, it's not far out of town, no, but it's you not. feel like you're in another world. It, like yes. You feel so far away, but it's not mm-hmm. like it's. It's know. a Savannah Charleston kind of feel too. It's got that kind of that old old world kind of feel, um, but classic. Check out Duck Pond Manor. Thanks for being here, Tara, and we'll see you soon. Thanks.